Evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, continuing in our discussion of the Hilchot Birkat Amazon, last night we introduced that Shira Chilal Varich Aleha Birkat Amazon So the amount of uh, bread that a person would need to eat in order to have to say Birkat Amazon is a Kizayit, the volume of an olive, however you want to measure that. So we said that's uh, only on a rabbinic level. On a biblical level, a person has to reach the point of being uh, satisfied. They have to be full. As the Pasuk tells us, you're going to eat and you're going to be satisfied and then you're going to say the bracha. Already, if you have a kezayit, which is, uh, you know, again, not so much, uh, even if you're not satisfied, though, we say that you have to go ahead and you have to we said it's important to figure out whether my obligation is biblical in nature or rabbinic in nature because, and the example we gave last night was, let's say there's a situation of doubt. So typically when there's a situation of doubt regarding a biblical mitzvah, we say err on the side of caution. So let's say I ate and I know I was totally full, I'm like bloated, right? So I know that I've for sure fulfilled the uh, biblical requirements and I need to say birkat on my own. I don't remember though if I said it. So we say, oh, you have a biblical mitzvah of birkat on you're unsure, so err on the side of caution, say Birkat again. But if my uh, requirement to say Birkat was only rabbinic in nature, I had a kezayit of bread, but I didn't get to the point where I was full, and I'm not sure, did I or did I not say Birkat so then we might argue, this is a fake to Rabbanan, it's a situation of doubt regarding a rabbinic mitzvah, so you could err on the side of, don't do it, right? And therefore you would not have to. So that would be one important nafkamina, one important practical consequence. Another one would be uh, being motzi someone else, helping someone else fulfill their obligations. So typically we all say Birkat on our own, but let's say you have a person who doesn't know Birkat they can't read or something along those lines, right? They don't know it. And you're going to help them fulfill their obligation. So we have to be careful to make sure that we're at least on the same level, right? If, however, though, I only ate a kezayit and I didn't get to the point where I was full, so I have to say Birkat zone, but my obligation is only rabbinic in nature, and I want to be motzi, you, and you ate three loaves of bread, you're for sure full, so you have a biblical requirement, so now we're going to run into a problem because my rabbinic requirement cannot help you fulfill your biblical requirement. If I had the biblical requirement you had the rabbinic one, that would be fine, or if we were on the same level, but if I have a lower level obligation, then it wouldn't help. So that's why it's important to uh, figure out what uh, the nature of our obligation is uh, uh, when we're thinking about Birkat zone, A couple other things to uh, consider. Let's say, let's say I uh, ate less than a kezayit, but I reached the point where I was full. Very small stomach, I don't know, right? I ate less than a kezayit, but I've reached the point where I'm full. So what do we say in that case? That one's a little bit uh, hard to imagine, but let's say, so there, we're going to run into a separate problem. When the Torah says, v'yachaltah so we have to define those terms. What does it mean, v'yachaltah, you will eat? So the rabbis came along and they told us what it means to eat. To eat means you have to consume at least a kezayit. So even though, yes, you may have fulfilled the second box, yes, you are savata, you were satisfied, but you didn't actually do an act of halachic eating, and therefore there would be no such requirement to say Birkat Amazon. The same would be true uh, that Chazal also, when they're magdir, when they define what is the action of eating, it's not just eating in general. So let's say I have... Uh, I eat over a period of two hours, I eat a kezayit, right? So what, what would that be? So Chazal also come and they tell us that when we talk about eating, it's not just eating at least a kezayit, but also eating it in what we call bichdei achilat pras, which is a certain window of time. What exactly that window of time is, it depends. It depends if we're trying to be strict, if we're trying to be lenient, but let's say it, it, for simplicity's sake, it's about two minutes. So I have to eat a kezayit not just uh, on its own, but within a window of two minutes. Let's say I didn't do that, but I got to the point where I was full. So there also we would say, okay, it's nice that you're full, but you didn't do an act of eating. So you may have a rabbinic requirement to say Birkat HaMazon, but you wouldn't necessarily have a biblical requirement to say Birkat HaMazon. What we'll have to figure out is, okay, good. So we've defined Achila, the act of eating. It has to be at least a kezayit. It has to be within that window of time, let's say two minutes. There are other opinions out there. Don't worry. 
but try to do it within two minutes. But let's say, uh, how do we determine what it means that a person is satisfied? So we spoke last night that it's uh, something s- subjective. It's going to be different for me and for you. But let's say I became satisfied, but I wasn't satisfied from the bread. I was satisfied by all the other stuff that I ate. Right? I had my kazaita bread. But then I only became full on all the other stuff. So is that going to be considered sfiyah in regards to uh, generating a biblical obligation to say, as always, you'll have to come back.